Okay. And right. we are on. Welcome to the first official Resident Chaos podcast. Tomorrow. Welcome. Well, in the booth today, we have Sam, Sleazy, and me, Jared. And I'll it's let true. Sam take the dance floor. Well, we are pleased to welcome you all here. Uh, it will be an amazing ride, and we hope you're with us every step of the way. We're going to cover a range of topics and a range of emotions well, as we not, let ourselves... Not every step of the way. I need some <laughs> private time around 10 o'clock. It's true. Uh, 10 o'clock? Really? Yeah, oh. yeah, 10 o'clock. I thought we were scheduled to do something then. Oh, we I'm are. getting older, so I have oh. to get you know, a, little, a little earlier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Anyway. Yeah, um, Sam, why don't you kick us off with uh, some interesting facts? about yourself? Well, I am primarily a music producer, a musician. I love music. Uh, all of my audiological uh, skill sets are gained towards that way. And uh, I play a multitude of instruments. So I, I have a wide range of how to record them and how to present them to their full. That's me, all basically. Right. Nice. All right, CZ, you're up to bat next. Tell us something about yourself. I'm pretty high. I respect that. I respect that. Nice. Nice. A- anything about um your audio experience? Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm I've done stuff with audio a lot of things. I I've been doing audio things for for decades. All right. Sounds like you've right. got experience on your side. Very nice. Yeah. Jared, well, take it away. My name's Jared <laughs> and um I'm an aspiring voice actor. And that's, uh, it's really, aspiring is the key word there, you know? Haven't done anything with it yet, but hope to soon. What sort of voices can you do, just to, uh, lessen? You you really want me to do it, don't you, Cotty? I do, I really want you to. Well, (laughs) my my voice that I I can do proficiently is Kermit the Frog! Yeah. I wasn't, I don't get paid (laughs) enough to be on this podcast, though, so uh, I'm gonna get out for 30 seconds up and I'm charged royalties. Yeah, and we might now get sued. We've get, been up the, get the fuck out of here. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disney well, don't that, come for us. I have I have a good range, you know. I can I can go from my Kermit to <clears throat> Oh boy. Now we're Oh god, we're gonna get sued again. What are you trying to do, man? This is the first episode. D- Disney's literally just uh y- you know, you remember yeah. that uh video with the SWAT guys just busting <laughs> into that house blowing through the Yeah, open up. <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen to us now. Uh, consider how, listening how multiple me? times <laughs> so we can uh, pay off the Disney fees for their lawyers <laughs> and that crap. Uh, I'm gonna rack Yeah, we should start a Patreon, right? Patreon, yeah. Uh, for legal get fees. Get these free idiots out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live yeah. in Florida too. They know my address. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, <no>. You're done, mate. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I'm gonna walk anyway. outside to go to work in the morning, and Mickey's gonna be waiting for me. <laughs> it's not shit. even like he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be stood there with a baseball bat, just smacking it against oh, his arms. Look at your kneecaps. Grab it, Mickey. Oh, you got it, Mickey. You <laughs> go. <laughs> you you got Pluto fucking nibbling your toes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone just wants a piece of you. 
Uh, well, I wish that wasn't further from the truth. <laughs> and on that note, why don't we kick it into some news round? I news think it's time. time. All right. Hit so, me um, with what you got. So the only interesting piece of news I found this week. Granted, I only searched for ten minutes. It's true. But um, very nice. Legendary Hollywood voice actor Frank Welker is finally supposedly supposed to be getting a, a star on the Walk of Fame because he's been in over 800 productions. He's appeared oh, in 14 Oscar-winning films. The man is well-versed and well-known. Well, give me a couple of uh, films he's been in. Um, You would ask me for the one thing I don't have pulled up with you. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know you the know? films he's been in. But I know for a fact, one of his voice acting things, he was Fred Jones from the original Scooby-Doo. Oh, nice. You know, that's, that's, that's where cool. I that's know pretty him most of my childhood. Well, is that like yeah. the 90s Scooby-Doo's? Oh, no, he did the recent Scooby-Doo's, too. Oh. Like, he was in the 2020 Scoob. To be fair, uh, I don't keep that up to date on Scooby Doo, so I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> know when the recent one was. Links. I, I, I wouldn't have thought. But um, yeah, he's uh, damn, you really got me on that movie thing, huh? Really swinging for the fences there, Sam. <laughs> I, I'm so, I'm sorry, Jared. I I, I, I kind of remember to... saying when we were in the post recording, you know, you guys go first. I'm still looking stuff up. Uh, I mean, you know, we we can uh. We can move on if you want, you know? Yeah, let's, let's move I've on. We'll, some... circle, we'll circle back, circle back. Yeah, I, I got News! I've got some uh, audio news here from musicians. Oh, uh, nice. Rhodes released, uh, or debuting their new set of headphones, the NTH-100s. Uh, they're probably the, uh, the headphones that I'm going to go to next, and they're Rhodes' first ever set of headphones that they're releasing. Uh, a lot of what they're based on is is uh having that comfortable uh uh the comfortableness of of a headphone set with the function of a road quality product and what what they have is 40 millimeter drivers so they can have accurate frequency and extremely low distortion so you can hear it's perfect for those of you who want to be in the studio producing music or, uh, for example, if you're going to be like Jared voice acting, it's perfect for having every single little detail of what you're recording in your ears. And apparently, this is according to Rode, I'm not endorsing them here, but they're the most power- comfortable headphones they've ever made or anyone's ever made. Anyone? I don't know Anyone how wants- that is. Uh, Rode, if you want to hit me up and send me a pair, I-, I-, I will review it. <laughs> Do they give you the megahertz range, or do we not know that yet? Uh, I don't think it goes. I in the will megahertz. have a look for it. I I'm not sure. I I I'm on the official if it goes, official if it debut goes page the here. I will be amazed. But uh, all all it's telling me if is if it goes uh, to hundred thousand hertz, I will shit my pants. <laughs> what it's telling me here is their frequency response is five hertz to thirty five kilohertz. That sounds about uh, right. And but five hertz? Dynamic, Seriously? That's Yeah, low. five hertz. Yeah. So that's how they're getting rid of uh, any distortion, I'm guessing. Uh, they're operating on a dynamic principle, 
and they've got 32 ohms of impedance nice. which uh that's a low I, I i feel low impedance. i feel not impeded at all by that sensitivity yeah. amazingly is 110 decibels per volt which is uh fairly impressive mm-hmm. okay I, I just to go on to the features of the headphones as well they're using alcantara foam cushions with their patented cool tech gel to reduce sweating and heat buildup on the actual ear uh around ear pads which i think is amazing because i don't know about you with your headphones but mine they get warm they get hot and they get sweaty when i'm I'm working I, for a long time i live in florida i'm already warm hot and sweaty i can't tell the difference <laughs> See, I like it when my ears get all yeah. nice and clammy. Like, I, I go for extra clam. Like, what kind of price point they're trying to hit? Have they announced that yet? Ooh. Because, uh, you know, I'm Audio Technica's not... already good. You can start with a $50 pair. That sounds great. Audio Technica's are great headphones. Uh, but, I must say, uh, I, I'm... I'm looking towards getting these head these road headphones just to see if they cut it better no i i, I will, paid f- i will say i look forward to it because you know today was my first day ever having a road product in general like i just plugged in my road microphone earlier today so oh definitely i got my and- uh headphones uh from a dumpster that was beside of a road <laughs> that's <laughs> fair enough it was probably as long as audio because <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so these are coming in at around. So I'm on Best Buy right now. They're coming yeah. in at around $149, which I don't That's... think is too bad for no. a, for a first pair. Uh, not not and... considering I'm wearing a $350 pair. And yeah, I paid <laughs> around $200 for mine. But this box for your $150. You're getting a bag, you're getting the headphones, you're getting a massive uh, cable for them. You're getting an ID set. So if you don't know what an ID set is, it is basically cable clips with different colors. So you can ID where cables are going to and so so forth. And you're getting a HJA4, which if you don't know what that is, uh, it is... You have your standard aux. It's an adapter which goes over your standard aux to go into, for example, the back of a piano or onto a monitor for your sound card. And uh, it's just a basically a bigger version of an aux, co- uh, aux cable connection. So um, is it going to uh, be like the regular 3mm or is it going to be like a 6.3, like guitar plug? So you have a uh, 3.5 mil uh, adapter to a quarter inch adapter. Uh, so you're going to be that able would to be... straight into your audio interface. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so it's a real it's studio pair of headphones. Yeah, studio quality pair of headphones, but it is an adapter that is going on the end, so you can choose whether you want to have it onto a standard 3.5 or onto your studio monitor. Okay. Which I think is a, it's great because for me, I, I like to plug and play and switch for what I'm doing. And with a 2.4 meter headphone cable, I, I think that's amazing. The longer the better. Am I right? I know you ladies feel me. I shouldn't say that, but you know. Uh, that's that's my news for 
for the day. I'm, I'm buzzing about these headphones. <laughs> I, I circle back and, you know, I refrain from saying who um, Frank Welker played in Transformers because I feared of being stupid. I told you guys before we started recording that, you know, he was a Tron. And I, after looking it up, my memory was right. He is Megatron. I just didn't want to say you it. You said he was Cartron at first. <laughs> I did. I did. I said he was one of the Trons. <laughs> it was Megatron. I, mean, I thought he was Guntron. So, I mean, you know, I was wrong too. I mean, at least Cartron was it, a little closer than Guntron. <laughs> so, was he Megatron in all of the films or was it... Um, from what I can just see, one? and what I what I know offhand, I know he's played Megatron in a lot of the cartoons. I think he did the voice acting for Megatron in the first movie, too. Okay. Don't quote me, but I think he did Megatron's voice for the movies. Oh, oh. that's that's actually really cool. Yeah. And uh, he's the, he did okay. um, he, he's done work in like a lot of Disney movies. Like he's done Ice Age, which isn't Disney, but same difference. Um, he's done work in Garfield. He's done a lot of game work, oh. like uh, a lot of Scooby Doo games that I grew up with. Scooby Doo's first fight, fright. Sorry, nothing. I've else. not heard of that. Yeah, oh, it was a bunch of it was like, it was. A, it, Am I a bit I, too I young a, for these? I had a very weird childhood. I played a lot of Scooby Doo games. Oh. Hey. I, I was I, more versed towards SpongeBob games. <laughs> now the cool yeah. part and the part that I resonate with. Is he's played in Family Guy? Oh, sweet! Really? Who's he been in Family Guy? He's played Megatron in Family Guy. He's played Fred nice. Jones in Family Guy. He's nice. also played Kermit the Frog in Family Guy. That lucky son of a bitch. But he doesn't play Kermit the Frog in. Is it Sesame Street? I- I'm going to get roasted. Is Kermit the Frog in Sesame Street? Yeah. He's moving along. <laughs> okay. A couple of times. The Muppets. I think his wasn't his first appearance on fucking Sesame Street. I don't think so, but don't quote me. I don't, see, I don't know anything. I'm 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 too I'm too young for this stuff. I've never watched any of them. Oh, I've never watched the Sesame Street either. I've only watched the movies, and that was after I learned how to do the voice. I got to watch oh, okay. the Sesame Street. I got to watch the Mister Rogers. Oh man, oh, I that know Mister like, Rogers. Everyone yeah, knows Mister Rogers. That was uh, right. Yeah. It was much But um, and, and to just to round it all out, he has also put work into the 2020-2021 Animaniacs. Oh, nice! That's a that's a good throwback. That's, that's a good sick. Show. I, I love that Animaniacs. The Animaniacs are hilarious. What? Uh, so they've got a new one that's come out. Um, from what I've read, I don't know. No, I don't have much. I've only watched anime in the last ten years, probably. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there was a 2021 or 2020 to 2021 Animaniacs. Oh, that's yeah. that's I guess actually it was really a, um, Oh, it's right here. It was a new reboot for Hulu, apparently. Okay. I knew nothing about it, or it's on Hulu. It might not have been for Hulu. I mean, I feel like we have to uh, do a lads a lads uh, movie night watching. Animaniacs. Oh, I'm watching down. Animaniacs. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm down. Uh, Sleazy, do you have any interesting radio news? Yeah, there was an international uh, DX contest, worldwide DX contest this weekend. Um, there was also a solar event this weekend, so uh, there was a l- both a lot of people on the air trying to work a contest, and then we had some bad luck out this way with some uh, some uh, 
solar events kind of disrupting the radio. So it was a it was a crazy mixture there. Uh, so what I does mean, this uh, DX contest involve? Ah, people all over the world, you know, getting on their their amateur radios, you know, for the the contest okay. weekend. If you're mm-hmm. if you guys are into that kind of thing, but uh, what what sort of activities do you have to do for the contest then? Uh, it's um, basically uh, you know you'll you'll make contact with each other. One of them will be given their call sign, and uh, you'll exchange call signs. There'll be uh, you'll exchange signal reports. You'll uh, just uh, give them a signal strength indicator, uh, and uh, then there'll be a serial number. Uh, sometimes that you'll have to exchange, like you know, however many contacts you got, that's your serial number. Like, okay, that's, so that's fairly interesting. But mostly, so, like, I totally didn't watch any of that this weekend. I was I was more like hanging out with the boys, uh, uh, getting ready for this podcast. So I'm I totally bunked out on on radio this week. I'm I'm a bad bad radio operator. So, like, but before we roll <laughs> off of this, like. What kind of solar event affects radio? Is it like a solar flare that just sends radio? Oh, there was a, there was a, yeah, there was a solar flare. There was a little bit of a solar mass ejection. So we had some uh, charged particles coming towards the uh, ionosphere of the planet. And that's how the radio waves propagate. It's also how we get like the nice auroras and stuff. So we probably had some like nice aurora photography. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm fairly familiar with uh, mass ejections. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> but you know what else? On. News. Uh, so in oh. in some rather spectacular, um, I'm gonna say world news. I think the Grammys are worldwide. I don't think it's just national. I agree. They're they're fairly important. Yeah, like, I mean, I think not important. Grammys? The Grammys, but. Uh, yeah, I think the tra- Grammys are world news, not national news. I see. What about those Oscars, though? You know what? <laughs> Last night. I, mm, I I feel like I fucked up and you had to rub it in, huh? Yeah, it was the Oscars. Yeah, damn. This is not off to a great start for me. It's okay. I it's mean, okay. I'm, I'm still just, like, shocked yeah. by the, the happenings. The are a world a world news. The Grammys are too, but the Oscars are what I meant. It's like, I feel like, Cody, you heard about last night's Oscar event. I, I did. Uh, I woke up this America. morning, got on, got on the old TikTok, got on the old Instagram, and first thing, first thing I see is, uh, Will Smith has slapped someone. And I was like, oh, yeah. what? Will well, Smith <laughs> why? Slapped the dog out of Chris Rock. Like, he took it like a boss, though. Uh, I mean, Chris Rock, I, ne- I mean, I think this needs to be addressed. Chris Rock took it like a champ. Like, Oh, he did. He did. He, did. he shrugged that off really well. Which is why... I, I love him. I know you're going to say conspiracy theory, you know, all that crap. I think it was staged. I really do. I think or, it was staged because I, I mean they are I both like, actors. I mean it, it would be the perfect crime, right? Yeah. I would like to believe that Will Smith is smart enough not to slap a man on national television. That's why I believe it was staged. I agree. And and I think it might I there's a possibility instead of being staged, I think maybe the better phrase is improvised. So 
he 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 went up and movie slapped Chris rather than actually hitting him. I think that might be what happened because he was laughing at first, wasn't he? I think it might be a he spur was. of the moment. Spur of the moment. Let's go, oh, no. Chris. And see that and that's see. where my problem with oh, no. comes in. Like, yes, it offended your wife, and I understand that you get mad over that. But like, you can't laugh at a joke and then get mad at it. Definitely not. I mean, it's. I I understand this whole uh, let's let's protect her honor type thing, but like with their history, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying anything, Will Smith. I don't want you to come slap me, but with their history, <laughs> like <laughs> I I I don't see why he would get up and go go defend her honor I mean, that, for that. That's the love of his life. Yeah, she might have you know. Done some sketchy things. <laughs> Love of his life. Lack of better she was words. just one sleeping in the uh, in the in the mass sleeping event, you know, for her. A mass sleeping event. Yeah, I don't want to say she slept around because that's a bit cute, <laughs> but you you know, just like everybody passed happens. out at the same time, like everybody had a narcoleptic fit just in the same area. Yeah, we'll say that. We'll we'll call it that. Nah, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Please don't kill us. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I think that it was Will like Smith the government a... is trying to turn Will Smith into a Manchurian candidate, and this was just a test. Next, they send him to assassinate the uh, uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I mean, after watching him in Suicide Squad as, uh, what's his name, Deadshot, I, I am kind of scared of Will Smith. You know, even though it was just a character he played, but still, he know. had to he had to go through training and stuff for that, right? True. Yeah, oh, yeah but it's like it's like a lot of... moving on from that, like to slap a man in the middle of the Grammys like that, and then for the Grammys? five minutes. Jesus, I'm gonna fire you in a minute. You're, you're gonna get fired, Susie. You can't fire me. I don't even work here. I'm the janitor. I'm just like I just come volunteer as a janitor because if I don't, like it stinks the place up. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's not the first time you said it. Now, each each call out from this moment forward, it's more and more acceptable. Right. <laughs> But uh, anyway, the Oscars <laughs> to, sla- to slap a man. Anyway, at the Emmys last night, when when uh, Chris Rock slapped <laughs> Will Smith's wife Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, uh, <laughs> moving on, but um, at like the Brit Awards man. last night. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, so in the middle of the Ukraine last night. <laughs> Nobel Prize <laughs> award ceremony last night. <laughs> Stephen Hawking, somehow oh, back no. from the dead, slapped the crap out of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean, who wouldn't slap the crap out of Neil deGrasse Tyson? He demoted Pluto from planet status. Just it, it was hashtag had it bring back Pluto. Uh, Pluto can uh, I'm, go I'm just saying. orbit near the Oort cloud for all I care. But um, anyway, on a, on a different note from the Oscars, <laughs> let's just. Leave fucking Will Smith where he belongs, <laughs> slapping grown men. What the Grammys or the Oscars? Oh, <laughs> Oscars! I said Oscars. <laughs> Oscars. Okay, okay. Um, Are there any like night... slap-based acting roles that he could go for after this? Like maybe like a dr- a dramatic role where 
he's he's a slap fighter um and you know he's got to come up from the the bottom of the slap fighting racket and make it to the top somehow you know triumph over the other slap fighters i mean okay <laughs> i Not i know the they have the russian slap competitions uh, maybe he could go uh fighting them from anyway the what were you saying jared from, from, from the way Chris Rock took that slap, I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, he's, but um, he's not last, last night, long. the um best original score went to Hans Zimmer for his scores in Dune. Nice. I mean, obviously, oh, Hans yeah. Zimmer is the goat of writing scores for movies. But like... but I will say my second place easily was um Jermaine Franco for his work on Encanto. Is that the we don't talk about Bruno? Yes, that's that crap. movie. The one you saw. Uh, I, I I refuse to watch it. It's a it, great movie. It, I I refuse to watch it. I don't know what that was in the background. It would have maybe been picked up on mic. Something just fell over. Uh, I might be getting robbed, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Have you watched the movie, Jared? Encanto? I've watched it three times. Three times. Is it yeah. that good? I love it. I I don't know. Best Disney movie in a minute for me. It's not better than The Lion King, but it's up there. Or The Jungle Book, but it's up there. If we're talking about South American Disney movies, I I think my one is... Uh, what's... Uh, Coco. Coco was good. I movie. think... Don't quote me. I don't know the word or the... um Where it is, but I think it's more islandy, Puerto Rican, Cuban... Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I I I had strong like South American vibes coming off it. But like, Colombia. Better news for best animated feature. You know what we have? Who got it? Oh no! What is it? Encanto, baby. Oh. I still haven't seen it though. Nah. <laughs> yep, they I, got the I mean, best animated feature. I have to check that. I feel like this is rigged, you know. <laughs> no, it's all true. I would never lie. And another thing that you're into, Sam, much more than I would say I'm into. I don't know. I don't know, Sleazy, you might be into cinematography, but I I do agree with this. Best cinematography went to Dune. Oh hell yeah! Hands I, down, I'm behind. Hands down, that. I agree. Unfortunately, I haven't watched Dune yet. Oh, I, I've, you, I've not had chance. You would to. love the. You're going to love the CGI and cinematography. And there's one part in it that we'll talk about after you watch it that's completely fake, but that's a different subject. I mean, that there was a movie that I watched recently. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was so glaringly bad in CGI. It was a AAA-rated uh, film studio who, who, who made it. And the CGI was just awful in it. I'll try and remember the name in a minute. Well, like, like if, if you want a good thing to, like, recommend Doom, it won six things last night. Okay. I, I might I might have a look at it. It, see, it won see what it best like. visual effects, best production design, best cinematography. It also won okay. best film editing. Nice. And as okay. we talked about before... Best original score, which hands down, yeah. It also won best sound. 
It only got an honorable mention for best desert, though. That was weird, right? Hugo Best Desert, then. Boskin uh, Robbins? Jada Pinkett Smith's oh. vagina, because it was full of sand. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't kill right. me, Will Smith. I don't want to die. I don't think Will Smith will kill you. I think Spotify should just go cancel us. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on Spotify? <laughs> we're on a lot of Yeah, things. if you didn't know, Not we're going to be on Spotify, YouTube, uh couple of podcasting releases and we're, we're gonna uh, be on spotify youtube apple podcast we're gonna go to the google apple play podcast, store definitely hell yeah and we we're gonna be on tiktok instagram i thought we were gonna get kicked yeah. off a of discord i mean hopefully not i i, I kind of like discord me too I, like, you know, yeah. I could take it or leave it yeah i just could always my, use uh, skype i mean I, I don't think anyone's used Skype. Oh, TeamSpeak. It's got better bitrate. Circling back to what our podcast is about, <laughs> TeamSpeak does have a better bitrate for uh, audio files and uh, actually having true audio quality come through. I must say, Discord has a better aesthetic to it, but if you want better quality sound, TeamSpeak is always I a few. I honestly never open TeamSpeak. Really? Yeah, either. I think I might have it downloaded, but I have never opened it. It's it's, it's good. I mean, I, I like it. It's I used to use it for Armor 3, which is a video game, for those of you who don't know. Because I'm a sad, sad nerd and play video games most of my life. I mean, Armor's not but, even a good video game. It's more of a simulation about how to be a sad soldier in your sad life. Yeah, pretty much. But TeamSpeak 3 has the integrations, so in games such as Minecraft or Armor 3, you can have uh, radios and such, or you can have uh, proximity chat, where you get close to someone and you can start talking to them rather than talking to everyone at the same time. I think that's quite a good integration into the game, to be honest, myself. Like in Minecraft, I don't want to hear all of you guys talking about whatever wood you're choosing. I, I, I just want to be able to walk up with you if I want to have a conversation with you. That, that's my that's my three cents. Two that cents. way you can talk on one-on-one with people about what type of wood you're getting? Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. You actually have to physically see the person to talk to them. And I think that's amazing. i tell you what type of wood I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> oak wood. Because uh, you're going to make a old-fashioned and you need to smoke it first. Before you put the whiskey glass I over don't, it. I don't In oh, I'm going to smoke glass. something, all right. <laughs> uh, you don't believe in smoking your uh, whiskey? No, no, no I, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in doing anything to whiskey that takes away from the flavor. Because, you know, whiskey is my favorite drink. I don't yeah. believe in doing anything to the whiskey that takes away from the whiskey. If you're making a cocktail like an old-fashioned, though, uh, I think um, just you need simple- to smoke. Sugar cube, bitters, one large ice, pour the whiskey over top, stir. That's it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I want to be I, one I better. Agree with that. I just go straight from the bottle and put it into my mouth. I don't even want it to touch a glass. I don't want it to touch any ice. I don't want it to touch any air. You want the pure, pure whiskey. Mm-hmm. But uh, in, in other news, in some personal news I have today. 
So Sam, you know, you kind of you kind of left me hanging. I'm not gonna lie, it made me feel sad. But I uh, I got my um new mic set up today, which we're actually recording the podcast on right now. Woo-hoo. And I can't personally tell. Like I I stepped up from a blue yeti. I love it. I can't personally tell a difference. But you guys swear that it sounds way better. It does. It, it does. It has much richer tones than the Yeti. It, it makes you sound a lot sexier. And I actually have some stats about it because it also came recommended from quite a few places as the best beginning voiceover mic. It's the uh, Rode NT1 with the uh, A1 audio interface. I don't. I haven't looked anything up on the audio interface because I just haven't gotten to that point today. But the actual um, NT1 has a one-inch capsule with a cardioidic pattern inside of it. Which is actually... The Yeti actually has three smaller capsules. Because it it tries to do five different ranges versus this one. I feel like the one range will see you better rather than the five difference. Because... For what you're doing, it's, it's that's, that's, much we'll, more we'll personal let, work. We'll let time decide that. But I will say, I feel a lot... What's what's the correct word? I feel a lot cockier. Yeah, that's that's the right word. I feel yeah. a lot cockier when it's sitting in front of me. Moving up in the audio world. <laughs> yeah. Joining me on the Rode NT1 uh, status. Oh, that's right. You've had it for a while. So what do you think as a person that's had it for, what, a year now? Over a year? I've had it for three years nearly now. Yeah. So what do you think? I think it's an amazing what do, what do, mic. Yeah. What do I have to watch out for? What does anyone that has uh, this mic or just got this mic or thinking about getting this mic have to watch out for? I think a lot of what you do with the mic isn't about the mic itself. The mic is a brilliant, brilliant mic and the way it picks you up is brilliant. I think what you need to watch out for is what audio interfaces you're using and what post-processing you're using because mm-hmm. it's not about the mic it's about you as a person and how you actually process your audio because audio processing is 50 percent of your final product 50 percent is the mic doing its hard work 50 percent is you doing your audio processing because i i feel like you and your mic need to work in harmony and if the mic's doing all the work for you you're probably not doing enough on your processing, on your post-processing, if you mm-hmm. think the mic's got it covered for you. It doesn't. The mic has got the audio recording covered for you, post-processing, or you. And that's what we're going to be doing with this audio from the podcast. We'll do a section, I feel, without post-processing, just so you can hear the difference. And okay. uh, see how we actually get on. I, I feel so... also cabling you need to watch out for your cabling well yeah that, that's XLR something, that's you, something you guys warned me about that shielded cables make a difference versus non-shielded cables oh definitely definitely sleazy you're you're quite an expert here if you weigh in a bit give us reasons why shielded v unshielded okay so electricity when it's traveling on cables right there's something called the skin effect right but like fuck all that i'm gonna get more simple in it so you know how like there's a thing called a faraday cage it's like a thing that you know stops like rf from getting into things it's just like a copper box or whatever it's it's like that but for your cable 
right? It's a sh- it's all these like fibers of of metal, and they're like all contiguous. It's like a braid, and it nicely wraps your cable in a, this little Faraday cage, and it makes it oh, where yeah. none of so- the none of the radio waves that are just flying through the air can can get into your shit and make it go make humming noises or pick up the local AM broadcast station or whatever. So it basically stops interference from other sources, is what you're right. saying, yeah? Yeah. That's a very good explanation. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, you that helps a lot. Keep everybody's ground state the same. Everybody stays nice and happy, you know. Definitely. I mean, how do you feel using it now, Jared? How is it handling for you so far? Um, well, it's quieter. Like I, I can see my peaks and valleys and my recording software and it's it's from what I'm used to, it's a big difference. Like I guess I guess the correct word is the threshold for it is different. It being more professional, it requires more of a professional setting that I personally wasn't ready for. I had to go change settings and do all that. Definitely. And without you without you guys, you would hear everything in the background right now. Because you know, I don't know how to do that personally. I'm still an enthusiast. I'm serious. He had that thing I so mean, hot that you could hear like fleas across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, let's, it let's is not talk more... about my mistakes and more about what I got right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like you're saying. It is a more personal microphone. You need to be within an, a set distance to be able to have the clarity and uh, volume that you require. It is is more for for actually recording straight into the mic rather than recording an ambient uh environment that's that's how i feel about this mic i i think if you're my personal opinion if you're going for like streaming youtube videos stuff like that the blue yeti more than perfect it's all you're gonna need like if you're not trying to do booth work or get the cleanest driest cuts you can i i still love my i have nothing bad to say about my yeti it's beautiful it's a work of art has so many different purposes that it could be used for. It's just not the purpose that I'm trying to use it for. And it could still get nice, clean audio, but not to the level that I would like to achieve. Oh, definitely. There is a difference between between uh, audio uh, interfaces and how they're set up, like you said, with the cells in the Yeti compared to the Rode. Yeah. The setup is, is a lot different. And I feel... To, to get that next step up, you need to go onto an XLR mic, uh, a, a condenser mic even, an XLR condenser, just to have that cardio pattern as well. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like all of that thrown into one will just immediately bring bring your standards ten times higher. It's just setting that up and finding what works for you. I agree with that, but I also like... There's no reason to, like, if you're thinking about it and you want to jump into the door, you can get a used Yeti for 100 bucks, And it will give you the experience of getting comfortable in front of a mic. You can guarantee that. Like, it's got the right size. It's actually bigger than the Rode NT1. Like, taken off, put on a boom arm. It takes up way more space than this. And it gets you comfortable talking into it because its cardioidic pattern is actually exactly the same. I can talk into the Rode nt1 the same way i talked into my yeti and oh, it's, definitely it's um 
you don't have to go spend three hundred dollars on a whole set like I did. If you're just trying to get in the door, like if you just want to like get in any kind, like, I will give the Yeti praise to where it's not just like I want to go more voice acting path. Like I want clearer, dry cut as crisp as I can get it. The Yeti can do Definitely. that to an extent. But the Yeti can also do stuff that I don't think the road can. Like, it's got the stereo patterns to where I can set it in between. Like, if me and you were in the same room, Sam, we could set it between us, and it would pick both of us up clear. Well, not as clear as day, but it would pick both of us up just fine. I agree. For for If I was doing, for example, Foley work, for those of you who don't know, Foley work is when you're doing uh, background sounds, ambient sounds for filming, uh, and it's, it's, it's very environmental-based. If I was using Foley work, I'd definitely go for a pattern such as a stereo on the Yeti, just to have that ability to actually get the sound effects portrayed uh, in the way that I want them to be on the film. For example, I've got a prop here. If I click this behind it, if I want it to appear like it's behind my microphone, I don't get that sound. I get a quieter sound, but it's not directional which I feel is not the best for doing Foley work. But podcasting, streaming, mm. uh, music production, Road NT1 definitely takes the top for me as a beginner It was a very microphone. interesting prop, too. It, it, I could have swore it was a 17, but, you know, we'll move on to a different subject. Uh, <laughs> That's not like the... the, the uh, I should be quiet. We, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll skim over that. Yeah, we'll skim over that prop. <laughs> it's it's what I had to hand. I'm sorry. Unless you wanted me to bring out the recorder that I have and be like, "Oh yes." I mean, hey. You know, I, I why do you have a recorder right next to your desk? That's the more important question. A musician always has to be prepared. Okay, you must have <laughs> instruments on hand in case you have that brainwave. You know, like I've got a melodica here too. You know, just. You know, just just be ready. <laughs> be ready. I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> man, I like these props, um, man. <laughs> I I have oh. uh, some old but interesting news, if you'd allow me to interject. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. Yeah, so uh, for all you producers, whether it be film, music, audio, voice, whatever you want, Apple has announced their new Mac Studio. I know a lot of people are going, uh, it's an Apple, it's a Mac, it's going to be overpriced, <gasps> expensive, whatever. I personally uh, hate Mac, yeah. You, you, got all, you got me right when you said all of that. I, I, I know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stereotype that a lot of people who are... I found a G4 in a dumpster once. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I mean... You found a lot of stuff in a dumpster. <laughs> That's a different topic for a different time. <laughs> uh, Mac Studio is the first Apple hardware to offer the new M1 Ultra processor, which is, for the previous gens, it's two M1 Max chips combined, uh, but in a new processor. Uh, oh my god! They've it comes come up with, with multi-core processors? Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Who it's a, who, what? It's a 10-core oh M1 Max-based model, So, or you can get the 20-core M1 Ultra processor, the M1 Max base model comes in at a reasonably priced. I say reasonable. It's not reasonable at all because it's Apple. 
it's two grand. Jesus. The 20 core M1 Ultra processor comes in at four grand with 128 gigs of RAM and uh, one terabyte of SSD capacity, which I don't know if that's enough. Oh, I thought you were talking about just the processor. I was about to have a heart attack. Yeah. I think that this, this, they're not even like marketing towards people anymore. This is more like a movie production laptop on the go. It's not even a laptop. Is that the new consumer desktop model? It's, It's this tiny cube that they've produced. It's like a cube with an oh, Apple logo on top. Oh, it's on a top. laptop. Okay. Yeah. So, it, like, with, with 20 cores in it, 128 gigabytes of RAM, and a terabyte, you said SSD, right? Yes. That's for the top-of-the-range model, the full how, grand. How have they handled overheating? Because that sounds like a lot of heat shoved into one small box. And Depends Apple, on what it's using for video. The thing is, fans. If it's using onboard video, they've got not really. One, they've got one. It's not onboard. Uh, they've got. Oh. Actually, it might be. Hold up. You you stumped me here. Uh, it's got an integrated GPU for a 24 core uh, on the yeah, max yeah, version, the cheap version, and 48 cores on the ultra. Yeah, it has fine. one large, large exhaust vent on the back. And one large circular exhaust vent on the bottom. So they actually have used. Or wait, so are they? It actually has they actually a fan. Fans in them? Fuck yeah! I'm not sure if they have fans. Uh, for the specs that I have, uh, I I can't honestly see right now. Uh, mm-hmm. but it is. Oh. It is. It looks clean and sleek i i know that's not what you're looking for but what concerns me is there's only one hdmi output if i'm working on a project i'm gonna have multiple things on multiple screens i'm not gonna be sat there on one screen working on it and i think that's where they've gone wrong here and i to be honest, i don't feel like that's the problem because like, i feel like if you're using this monstrosity for the production purposes I feel like you have this piped into one giant 4K monitor and you can like have windows all over this monitor. Yeah, I I, I see what you're coming with. Uh, I I imagine I actually I actually I don't imagine you using a monitor for this. I imagine them having something like on the uh, industrial purpose. You're they have plug this so into Sorry, just to interrupt. For this, they've also announced a new 5K Retina studio display which is a 27-inch monitor for 1500 pounds. Yeah, it is expensive for a monitor. Only 5K as well. The way I see this... I wasn't even surprised when you said 15,000, though. That's how I feel about Apple nowadays. It is expensive, yeah. But in the practical use, I see people just taking this with this one HDMI port and... Plugging it up to like an 8K TV since that's the newest stuff. That's the highest resolution you're gonna get. Uh, you say and that. I I know a lot of uh, a lot of film studios use multiple 4K monitors. I I've not seen an 8K in use for for uh, actual uh, video editing. Yeah. But still, like like other, well, we can use the multiple 4K if you put this because. This thing sounds like it can power a whole 4K 80-inch TV with no problem. Oh, definitely. 
I mean, so it's like if you have an 80 inch TV, you could just throw these screens everywhere. Because I imagine this thing more of a um, not like you're not doing post cuts and stuff on this. I feel like you send all the work here to be processed. Like this oh, is just something definitely. you set yeah. in a corner and have it like render. Yeah, I mean, it comes with a 32 core neural engine as well. So I I feel like yeah, it would be a great renderer PC, but I, I don't know, I I. If I wanted a good rendering PC, I wouldn't be spending four grand on a Mac. Uh, I, w- I would be yeah, paying the, out the... for a multi, multi GPU'd, top of the range PC. I, I mean, I could build a PC with what, uh, 30, a uh, nine, what's it called? Ryzen 9 3900X or 5900X and 128 gigs of RAM. And a thirty eighty, uh, uh, graphics card, for less than what they're selling this for. I, I mean, honestly, if we if we want to build the power, yeah, you could of build the uh, computer and the monitor, like for and still have money left over, right? Definitely, this is a very expensive PC, and I don't know who they're trying to market it to at the minute. But like, if we go for the powerhouse of rendering. Without like worrying about monitor screens or anything, dude, you would just build a server cube. Yeah, exactly. With slots full of GPUs. Like we, we would put one cheap like let's say i five in there, just to be able to communicate with your computer and send information back and forth. One internet card, and then bam, you have a renderer that you just set in a closet somewhere and have it shoot you an email or internal ping your Bluetooth when it's done. Oh, definitely. You go ahead I mean, and do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what What I've just headed onto the Apple website here, they say the M1 Ultra can play back 18 streams of 8K ProRes 422 video. If you don't know, uh, 8K ProRes is a format that you shoot video in, uh, ProRes yeah. 422, uh, and that's 8K, which apparently no other computer in the world can do. I, I, I want them to back up these claims i i feel like these claims could be unfounded but uh i i'm i'm not sure uh the ssd in there apparently is a custom made ssd that delivers up to 7.4 gigabytes per second of performance so it it would be a very quick ssd for them i'm not sure though I, i i don't know uh if you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the comment section if you're involved in this. If you if you think it has any uh, actual uh, power behind it. Uh, if you're watching on Spotify, drop us a tweet on at Resonant Chaos on Twitter. Tell us and what you think. Please tell us how you're watching on Spotify, like because it's an audio format. Like we need yes, to know. Yes, I What is your secret sleazy. power? <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, I meant to say. But just drop me a, uh, drop us a tweet on at Resonant Chaos. Uh, if you're watching a clip on TikTok, welcome. I, I don't know why you'd be watching us on TikTok, but you know, sure. I have uh, my moments that are TikTok worthy. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, uh, you right. do you. If somehow anyway. you're listening to us on a record player, like stop pirating our shit and putting it on records. We don't like it. We kind of <laughs> do. I mean, uh, I mean, unless your grandma's it, hot. That's pretty true, sick. I don't true. know how you pulled it off. That's pretty if, nice. if if you put it on a record, please send us one. We would we would like to have one. 
Uh, and and I, go ahead I, I and don't... scratch with it too. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyone have any other topics that we want to discuss? Um, no, no I'm pretty good. Right. I, I would like to thank everyone for listening. We've had some fun stumbling over this first episode. And uh, remember, you can always reach us at um, Resonant Chaos at Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We have our own Resonant Face Resonant Chaos Facebook page. You can reach us at our um, Cody. What's the big email for us? I saw I memorized it. Uh, our email is enquiries at resonantchaos.com. Uh, I will put that whatever video we have on i'll put that in the description on spotify it'll be on our artist page so if you just head on there you'll find it i know you can reach sam personally at sam at resonantchaos.com you can reach me with jared at resonantchaos.com and you can reach the great man sleazy over here at sleazy at resonantchaos.com if you find any interesting topics that you want us to discuss or go research for our next podcast Drop us an email. We'll go research them. Have a look if we have time. Or if you have a hot grandma. Yeah, a hot yes, grandma, grandma for Jared and Sleazy. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm looking but, to come into some money in a couple of years. <laughs> Just drop us an email and uh, we'll, we'll definitely have a look, uh, see what we can find out, and discuss it on the next one. I feel myself, uh, I'm very grateful to you guys listening in. And uh, oh, yeah. I hope you oh, yeah. attend our next ones. I, I don't, I can, can't speak for the other two, but yeah, I'm very grateful for you guys. And um, on the last note, I I would like to just send us out with saying I feel like this podcast has done our name good. This has really been resonatingly chaosly. Yeah, it's been chaotic as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a lot of fun talking about the Emmys, and I'd like to catch you guys another night. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening right. in. Don't kill us, See you next time. Resident K. Okay. See you all. Cut.